Uh, shout out to today's sponsor, which is Dollar Shave Club. And I know I tell people all the time, but I have been using them for years, even be- before the sponsorship. Uh, they offer a wide variety of different products like hair care, skincare, and they recently actually just sent John some skincare. And what did you, what did you think? Yeah, of I got the face wash, and I felt like the results almost immediately cleaned up my skin, and I feel it more moisturized too. And like I said, they offer a wide variety of products. Uh, it's not just razors, you know, that's what they're known for. But they have like the hair care, skincare, and they recently sent me some chapstick. Yeah, what I like is the subscription box. So you build it, and the more things you add to it, you get a bigger discount. And they send it monthly, so you don't have to worry about hassling and going to the store and buying these things so if you guys are looking to sign up for dollar shave club click the link down below sign up Edgar, have you noticed a lot of people moving into the area lately yeah i have dude. i was actually scrolling through my feed the other day and i've been seeing a lot of home and business break-ins which is crazy dude i always tell people don't wait for something bad to happen before you do something about it so which is cool because today's sponsor is actually zenith security and they offer home and business plus much more security systems oh yeah actually talk to them they offer free consultation they waive the activation fee, and if you call now, you get a free doorbell camera. You can reach them out at 1-866-722-3666 or 208-529-0129, and all this information will be down below. I'm the five. los motores que no vamos. Aquí todos los días son de verano. De lunes a lunes nunca paramos, yeah. Ya está saliendo el sol, ven y prendete. Esto es fácil. No me llames si tú andas con Lucy. Estamos en Miami, en un yate, un corito sano, no le pare. All right, and we're live. Welcome back to Mezcla Moguls. It's your boy, the one with the Scarface. face. Your boy, Scarface. And I'm here again with John. Welcome back, John. So I still don't have my intro. I feel like maybe one day I'll, I'll probably make an intro or something catchy. You've been on like so many episodes <laughs> and, he, and then he's like a, a co-host now, like official co-host, and you still don't have an intro. I'll, I'll come with something catchy, but... Maybe next time for sure. All an outro or all an outro or something. something like, yeah, I'll get the outro for this one for sure. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. And then today we we have a special guest. Uh, John brought brought him up to me. Actually, he was like, "Hey, like we should do this type of yeah. podcast." And I was like, "It's a really good idea." So what we're gonna like? He's like, "Let's bring on Jay Jagan and Caitlin." And Jagan is a is a bodybuilder right now. But we'll get into that story. But the reason we wanted to do this was because we wanted to get his perspective and then her perspective. You know, ha- ha- having to support. Are you guys married? so that way people can see like uh you know what you have to go through caitlin and you, you know what you have to go through in order to do these shows right uh but welcome to the podcast thanks Thank for coming you. yeah no, thanks I for having you. us yeah and i want people to get to know you guys first a little bit so where jagan where are you originally from uh i'm originally from here born here never moved never i've actually lived in ammon mm-hmm. for my whole life so yeah we uh i have family in California and uh you know now I'm with her she has family in Utah and stuff so we have family explores out a little bit but I haven't moved and how old are you right now I'm 23 23 yep. and where are you from Caitlin I'm also from Idaho Falls Ammon area born and raised <laughs> born and raised are you yeah. how old are you 23 23 as well mm-hmm. yep. and so I'm assuming you guys met in in school mm-hmm. okay yep. so what school did you guys go to Hillcrest Hillcrest yeah Hillcrest mm-hmm. we actually we went to Sand Creek as well. Yeah. So we didn't go to elementary school together. We semi knew each other mm-hmm. during middle school. Same with high school. And then uh, we kind of ended up around the same crowd towards the end of high school. Did, and uh, Did you go to the same grade? Or was, yeah. was he in the same yeah. grade? Because yep. that's, that's how I know Caitlin. We went to mm-hmm. school together, a couple classes. Yeah. I didn't know you went to the same grade. Yeah. So, a, no, I was. He was in, probably tiny. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't remember this. If not, would have been like, oh, I know you from school. I didn't know you went to Hillcrest either. Yeah, I did go to Hillcrest. Yeah. I graduated from uh, Bonneville. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I went to Hillcrest for almost like a couple months my senior year, and then I graduated oh, for sure. from Bonneville. Yeah, yeah so. mostly you did online the last probably year. Yeah, two years maybe. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Man, you guys got lucky doing online because I went to I went to Bonneville. I was supposed to go to Hillcrest, but I ended yeah. up getting like one of those waivers and going to the other school. Um, so in middle school, were you pretty athletic? Were you in the weight class and things like that? Yeah, for sure. I, uh, I played when I was young, I didn't know exactly what I liked. Right. So my parents were like, Oh, we're going to put him into everything. Mm -hmm. He wants to play everything. (laughs) So I played football. I even played soccer. I played basketball. So I played probably about four years of basketball and I played a total of seven years of football. So I started in fourth grade. I played all the way up until uh, half of my freshman year, and I had a meniscus tear oh, in one shoot. of my knees, and um, it just kind of was a unfortunate, uh, you know, thing that happened. And they had so many players, so it was kind of a thing where it was like, "Hey, you're hurt. You're going to be sitting out." And mm-hmm. I decided to hand the pads in, and I actually I just never went back to playing. So, and w- was it like a were you going to be out for a few years, or you were just no, like, you know what, I'm not? Yeah. Gonna- so it's actually lateral meniscus, like. Uh, so they can do scopes on them if they're, you know, you know, if they're real bad, but, uh, mine, they just did some, uh, electrotherapy and it was going to come back by its own. So it was only a couple weeks that I was going to be out. But, uh, like I said, you know, freshman year, there's like three kids just in your position, you mm-hmm. know? So the coach was like, Oh, if you're going to be out, you know, you're going to need just take extra weeks, just take, and I, you know, I, I wasn't too happy about it because yeah. I was like, no, I'm not going to be out forever. And so I ended up just, like I said, I put it to the wayside for the rest of that year. I went to all the games and stuff, but I was like, you know, if I'm not at practice and he's not letting me play, it is what it is. So I took a pretty negative connotation to it, you mm-hmm. know, because I've always been the one that wanted to be in it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm in it to win it. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to be on the bench, you know, so. Did you play the other sports too? Or, no, or did so you just, I, like, stop, I wish I would have played basketball because I've always been pretty tall. Mm-hmm. But no, I never did get into it. So I played football and then weightlifting, you know, kind of took over. So, so you did that kind of during, did you start middle school too or just through kind of high school? Oh, uh, weightlifting? Yeah. No, so really I took on weightlifting probably about sophomore year. I was getting into it a little bit. And uh, sophomore and junior year and then senior year, I really took, took into it and uh, – you know, social media, of course, at that point in time, mm-hmm. it was like 2016. So social media was blowing up, right? And Instagram and you have all these fitness influencers and stuff. And so it, everybody got exposed to it, Yeah, you know, triple times. And so I did the same thing, you know, I was seeing all these YouTubers and stuff and, you know, all these guys that were huge. And so I started taking part in it. I just kind of started eating a lot of food, you know, and I was young and you know, all these guys online were like, you just need to eat food. So like yeah. I was in senior year, like I was literally just going to McDonald's dude, and I'd go hit the gym. I was like eating a couple packs of ramen noodles and I'd like boil some chicken. I mean, it was just, you know, but so, uh, senior year I weighed like 175 pounds, which at six foot, six foot two, mm-hmm. uh, not very big. Right. And so I, I made a goal for myself to be 200 pounds by the end of the year. So I spent all that time, you know, my lifting wasn't all that crazy, Yeah. but you know, I, I ate a lot of food and I did, I made it 200 pounds by the end of the year. So, you know, that was 
where my uh, focus went. I kind of made this little goal for myself, and mm-hmm. that's that's really where it, what started it all, you know. So, did you ever plan on? Because I mean, we all saw the the Instagram every year. There's like millions and millions of fitness pages. It's like really saturated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, was that ever one of your goals? You're like, hey, I'm gonna start a fitness page because I I swear everyone starts one, right? <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. So. <laughs> Definitely. So I started one and then, um, you know, then my first show kind of came into, into play and I did, as I got into it more and more, I wanted to post more, Mm -hmm. but even still now, you know, I, there's a side of me that really wants to put myself out there and show it off and, you know, do more things like this. But there's the other side of me that just loves to eat and train and like, I'm in my own head, you know? So Gatlin's the one she'll be like, Hey, you look really good tonight. We need to take some pictures of you. You need to post these. She's like, you look good. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, every, like every 1000 picture, right. I'll pick one that I'll post Yeah. because I'll be like, I'll look at them and I'll be like, nah, I don't want to post any of those. <laughs> and then, you know, finally I'll get one. I'll be like, all right, I'll post a photo that, mm-hmm. that looks good. But you know, yeah, I've, like I said, there's a part of me that wants to be a part of it, but I just love the process so yeah. much i kind of yeah as soon as you time. start putting yourself out there it's i mean i've been doing it for the longest time and uh you have to get to a point where you just don't care what people think because people are gonna mm-hmm. judge you regardless like we were talking off uh off air about how uh, like people are gonna look at you and instantly think oh you uh you take steroids or you you know some yeah, sort of sure. excuse besides like you put in a lot of work you yeah. know what i mean like and me i put myself out there all the time and people you naturally get hate you know, it just happens. So uh, I think that's one big thing um, to look out for. Cause I have a, I have a friend who started, like I was pushing her for the longest time. She go, actually goes to goals too. She drives that Ford runner. That's like all camoed out. She goes by baby okay. Yoda. Yeah. And like, we were pushing her for the longest time to, cause she's in good shape. She has a nice car. And I was like, I, I see the potential, you know, you just got to put in that work. And then instantly people around here started talking bad about her, you know, and, her friends, other people have something to say. Right. So that's one big thing you should think about right now. Like as soon as you put yourself out there, uh, kind of like any other influencer, they yeah. they get some sort of hate. Well, especially yeah. being from a small True. town, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't right. help at all. A lot of so. people get that whole, you know, it shouldn't be him. It should be me. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. maybe yeah. you're the first one to, you know, post something that goes viral for some, you know what I mean? Like it just takes a small video. That right. to go viral so what sure. about you how were you like did you guys meet in you said in middle school yeah, yeah. when you guys actually started talking uh, dating not, not really in middle school is more like high school kind of mutual friends um i don't think for a while we were just kind of mutual friend groups and stuff and then towards the end we were kind of like oh hanging out more and stuff and then who made the first one? Just went from there. <laughs> it's like we wanted. Definitely uh, him. Me? He's like, <laughs> I don't know. Probably. I, was the bus. <laughs> probably. I, I responded to a Snapchat picture that she oh, posted yeah. on her story. Yeah. Oh, she oh, carried yeah. it away yeah. after that because I kept it her going. family raises boxer puppies. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And so they had boxer puppies. And so she's totally like sending me pictures. And I was like, These oh, look puppies. how cute they are. You should come see them. <laughs> yeah. And then, but really, <laughs> come see me. Like, I'm outside. That's cool, though. I really did. I don't know. I feel bad. Like, I don't know. I probably lived under a rock during high school. No, I'm telling you. I think like, it's because he did online a lot of the time. Yeah, like, yeah. and it, when he was supposed to be at school, he was not at school. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did a lot so, of goofing off. That's for yeah. sure. Also, like, when you have your group of friends, 
friends. <laughs> you you tend to stay like I I, I tell this people because people don't realize that sometimes I like to travel by myself, and they're like, oh, why do you do that? It's because you can meet like new people. And, yeah. Because what I tell them, this is probably what happened to John with you, is like when you're with your own circle, like your own group, you don't re- like you don't pay attention to all these other people. No, that's you. You that's just so pay true. attention to what's in your group and what's going on in, around your group. It's yeah. true. Kind of like your own little bubble. Yeah. And, like when I travel by myself, I get to meet like all these people because it's either I'm going to be bored or I'm going to force myself to socialize and, and, right. and talk. And sometimes I talk too much. Sometimes that's why I started. That, that's probably why the podcast does well because I talk. <laughs> that's too much. a good thing. Yeah, it's so, not bad. <laughs> so you guys, did you guys officially start dating? Were you mm-hmm. into sports too, as well, or anything like that? Or no, I didn't. I like as a kid, I played softball and that was and mm-hmm. basketball, but. No, I wasn't really. I was hoping we would have got really the story. I wasn't really into sport. Like, like you were the football player. Yeah, she right. was the cheerleader. cheerleader. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, football not together. that typical high school sweetheart thing. So, no, I just, yeah. What were you guys' plans? Like we all have like an initial, like when we're in high mm-hmm. school, I'm going to go to college and do this. What, what was your goal? Uh, yeah. So, you know, I said all high school that I was going to go to my family out and we were just talking about this the other mm-hmm. day. I was going to go out to uh my, it's my grandma and my great aunt and uncles that live out there. And I said all through high school that I was going to go to college out there. I was going to move to California with my grandma, you know, live up in her house with a pool and, you know, <laughs> just go to college. Weather. <laughs> it's going to be a great time. Yeah, I was like, count me in. Yeah, California, exactly. that sounds great. And so, uh, <laughs> you know, we started dating about midway through senior year. And it's just like kind of one thing. But. Yeah, one thing led to somewhere, this day. somewhere around there. Uh, one thing led to another, you know. And so once we did graduate, I mean, we moved out of our both of our parents' house. We moved in with each other like three months after high school, mm-hmm. and we rented a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we ended up renting a house together, and then you know, job here, job there. One thing led, and she, I didn't go to school. She ended up going to school to be a dental assistant, and so. You know, we kind of got caught up in life between those things. and Is, it, is that what you do right now? Yep. Dental yep. assistant? Mm-hmm. Is it dental assistant or... Because uh, there's like... Is it there different. is dental hygienist. Yeah. So I originally wanted to be a hygienist. And so I was like, well, I'm going to start in the assistant program. I'll try it out. See how I like the profession and the field, blah, blah, blah. And I just, you know, I'm in the field. I like it. It's great for now, but it's not going to be like my every... Like yeah. my, my whole, I don't know, career, I guess. So you actually graduated? So, in, yeah, yeah, so it's like a certificate. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So That's in the state of Idaho, they don't require, like, a, you you can you can get a job without having a certification or whatever. Mm. But I did just so I could have, like, the practice and the mm. knowledge and sure. hopefully get a job easier. Yeah, because so. uh, my best friend, his fiance mm-hmm. is actually a dental hygienist, and she went through that whole program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was, I, I went in, like, because you know how they ask for, friends and family to come mm-hmm. in and like have their yeah. teeth clean. And she would tell me how it was just stressful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like now she graduated and it's all over with, but she's like, there was countless nights that you, she mm-hmm. was like crying, stressed out and things like that. Oh yeah. So, I bet. But she's, she said it's worth it. So mm-hmm. we, we, <laughs> we had her on here twice and I think I'm going to have her on it again. Cause I is, I think it's October where when it's dental hygienist month. We have to celebrate and throw a party. Yeah, we have to throw a party. She usually brings a bunch of stuff. (laughs) Last time she brought like floss, toothbrushes, like mouthwash, all sorts of (laughs) stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, right? That's nice. (laughs) So so were you, so okay, you guys both graduate, move in. Did you already start lifting? Yeah, so uh, like I said, senior year, I really started to, like I said, I didn't really get into, I like 
there's a difference to me between lifting and training, mm-hmm. which I feel like just barely now within the last year, I've realized what training is. So, you know, there's kind of casual lifting. That's what I was doing. You know, I wanted, like, I, I wanted big arms, you know, I wanted to be a big guy, but I didn't have things set out. So I went in, I would lift in senior year, you know, I would, I would eat all this crazy amount of food and McDonald's and all this <laughs> stuff. Right. I was like, these guys are telling me I'm young and I just need to eat. So this is what I did. Right. And yeah, relatively they weren't lying. Cause I was, you know, I was always a tall skinny guy and I absolutely hated it. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't like being tall and skinny. And so, um, we, uh, we both started getting into it together. Of course, once mm-hmm. we started dating and then once we moved in together, we were, we, you fell know, off. we, yeah, we fell <laughs> off. And so we, we stopped for quite some time and now, I don't really know. I think more yeah. than likely it was insecurities within myself mm-hmm. that I was Both. like, you know, I I had worked towards that little mini goal that I had in high school and I was all happy and I had all this self-confidence. We fell off for probably, it wasn't quite a year, but it was a good eight months or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, grew just crazy insecurities about myself. Mm-hmm. So I decided to get back into it. I was maybe, you know, another six months into it. And of course, you know, your body recognizes what's going on, you know, so it came back quick, but it was still just a mental state. And so then I decided to do a show and, um, you know, which went really well. Like I looked great. It all went great. Um, but I was still, I was, I turned 21 two weeks before that show. So like leading up to the show, because I'm kind of curious, because mm-hmm. uh, obviously I've never done a show, but h- how did that feel? You know what I mean? Like, were you, were you like nervous? Were you like, what's going on through your head? Like right before sh- your first show? Also, right. like, Who, like what got you into it? Yeah. yeah like was like, I'm going to do a show. So uh, actually, I don't know if you guys know Ryan Coronado. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So he worked at um, whatever that nutrition store that was by Cold Stone. Yeah, kind of by like Target over there. Yeah, yeah. So he worked over there and I had been buying supplements from, you know, like protein powders and, you know, whatever else for a couple of years. And so I knew he was into it. And the more I got into it, I was like, man, that guy's jacked. Like, he's got it going on, right? <laughs> yeah. And so, of course, the more we talked talked about it and talked about it, and we kind of talked over social media a little bit, text here and there. He's, you know, he thought the same thing. He's like, man, you should do it. You look great. So I got into it and I was, I was extremely nervous. I spent uh, six months for that first one just getting ready for it. So I was like, that was my first time just really being like day in, day out, the grind, just, you know, towards the end, tons of cardio, lower food. But like I was so in love with the idea that I was like, I was stuck on it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like nothing was changed my mind. I was like, this is my first show, but I don't care. Like I'm going to walk on there the absolute best and know that I didn't do anything else I could have done. So I would almost say I'm currently 12 weeks out this weekend from my next show. And I think I'm more nervous about this one than I was my first mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Cause uh, I'm, there was no shows in 2020, right? Uh, there was, but they were pretty scarce. And oh. so, yeah, I, I definitely talked about doing a uh, 2020 show early in 2020. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, everything that happened, I just, just decided to put it off to the side as well and wait till this year. So did you end up, uh, placing in, in that show? Uh, so I only, I only put myself into what's called the true novice and the novice classes. So I didn't put myself into the open. So the, 
true novice classes are, of course, just people that compete for the first time. Um, I took second place to an older guy that was like 28. You know, he just had a lot more mature muscle than me. Yeah. He's been lifting for a lot more years. He looked great. Um, you know, so I took second to him, which I was extremely stoked with. You know, I had all my friends and family and everybody who, you know, super hyped me up. Caitlin, everybody were like, you know, you look so great. You look so great. But I, I'm still a very competitive person. So <laughs> if it's not first place, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, it's not first. But <laughs> And how was he... Does it, did his like attitude and like uh, the, <laughs> the way he was with you, did uh-huh. it change during this time? Like while he's preparing um, for the show and you're like, he's not even paying attention to me. He's like too, <laughs> too know, focused on the show. <laughs> you know, I actually feel like he did pretty good. He like kept his cool pretty good. Um, especially when his food was getting cut more and he was eating a lot less. I expected to have him kind of a be grumpier really. Mm. Um, and he actually... I feel like he did pretty good. Like we, we still went out and did things and like, I think, I don't know, you had a birthday. We still like, I think we went out to breakfast or something, even though he couldn't eat anything. Mm -hmm. We just went out to celebrate for him, even Mm -hmm. though he couldn't be a part of it really. But you know, he did, he had a good, he had a good outlook and positive attitude, which was pretty, pretty awesome. I, I don't think I could be like that myself. Like Like doing a show. Yeah, or just just like attitude yeah, wise, like maybe? attitude, yeah, yeah, like so positive about it. What about you? How, how do you like feel? Like, <laughs> do you feel? Do you find yourself like getting a little bit more grumpier, like moody, or like more tired? So it like it, it just upsets you. Yeah. So like, I was. It's honest. It's pretty funny because I do. I remember having a pretty good attitude during most of the time. <laughs> of course, you know, I was very green to it, so I was like. You know, everything was a first for me. So mm-hmm. it was a lot of, you know, it was fun. I had a pretty good outlook on it. I would say now I have worse uh, scenarios with it because, um, like I said, my training has changed so much within the last year and I've taught myself so much and learned so much about myself within lifting and nutrition and all this stuff that uh, if I have like a bad training day, so like, for instance, which is crazy. <laughs> I haven't had a bad training day in a while. Last night, I just, I went into hit legs, wasn't feeling it. I still went through it, but it just, you know, at the end, I was like, I was just not in a good mood, man. I was just like, I didn't, I didn't get it <laughs> okay. tonight. No, it wasn't a 10 out of 10. Yeah. So she knows those nights, like she can kind of <laughs> sense it off me, you know? There won't be a word said <laughs> for like, I gotta go from the gym home, to drive. home. Yeah, like, like she knows if he had a bad training day, just don't. <laughs> We'll just, we'll just talk later. Mm-hmm. Like he'll, he'll go home, he'll take a shower, he'll eat his last meal and he'll be kind of warmed up a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, but, mm-hmm. and I don't, I'm not directly rude to her about anything, you know, but she can kind of tell I shut down a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, in my head, I'm not happy about it. You know, it is what it is. Tomorrow's a new day, but for right now, I'm a little bit upset about that. And I know you talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh, I just want people to get to know, like. Just the difference. You, you you mentioned like before you would just eat whatever you wanted. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you went into actually training, not just like bro lifting, yeah. you know, like casual lifting. What are, what are some of the biggest differences that people don't see? Uh, so what people don't see, I mean, is just the pure like intensity, right? So intensity, we'll, we'll talk about training first. Like the intensity about, about training and like, uh, the passion I have for it now, like far exceeds where I've been previously. And it sounds crazy, but I, I don't like a training partner. 
unless it's her. Because <laughs> she, she likes how I like to train. And she knows, like, we can have our headphones on for an hour and a half training together. We don't even have to say a word together. Like, we'll just walk to the next one. This is that. You know what I mean? So the difference is, is, like, pushing yourself to failure. You know, once the saying is, once it starts to hurt, do five more. Yeah. You know, so <clears throat> that mindset for X amount of years I trained, once it started hurting, I stopped. You know, the amount of difference I've seen in my body just <clears throat> training that way within myself letting my brain exceed that is like just far beyond how my body's changed from that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, as far as nutrition, yeah, I've taken basically six months, eight months, I would say even up to a year of serious off season currently before I started prepping for this show. And that consisted of, like you said, people don't understand what goes on, right? Mm -hmm. Now, this comes down even to, like, my family and friends. They're like, oh, you're doing a show, so now you're eating good, right? It's like, <laughs> Never no, dude, this is, uh, we were talking about Heather and how uh, the other day she just posted something on her story, and she was like, she has people asking her, you know, how did you get ready for a show in just four weeks? Mm -hmm. How did you do this diet and just get ready for a show? And she's like, she's like, you guys have, like, the totally wrong outlook on it. So we work for this all year long. Now, the only reason you notice is because, you know, in the last four weeks, I have more, you know, I have more veins. I look crazy. Like I'm spending an hour on the treadmill. Mm -hmm. You know, I might have, you know, an irritated face at the gym. Like yeah. you can kind of tell something's going on. You're like, oh, he's eating good now. And it's like, no, I've been, I've been eating good. It just, it, the goal changes, right? Yeah. So for the whole off season, you're still eating good. Yeah. You might have you know, three cheat meals a week, or you might have like a rice crispy in your diet during the day or something crazy, you know, even cereal with, uh, you know, with protein mm -hmm. in it, done that before too. And then, you know, once show comes, all you do is you just decide to start slowly lining things up to where you're kind of, you're kicking those little things out. You're getting that extra sugar out of there. You're getting those extra carbs out of there. You're starting to funnel it down to what your body needs to run at a hundred percent. So, you know, like you said, just a huge misconception of what's going on year round for us. It's not just the four months, the three months of prep before a show. You know, when this show's over, I'm not done for, yeah. you know, a year and then I come back for, to do a show. I want to be bigger and better after that. So I'm going to turn around. I'm going to start eating again. I'm going to get into high calories again, heavy lifting again. I'm going to carry that out into an off season and which is Kind of rhetorical, right? Because it's called off season, but yeah. you're not really off of anything. You're you're still pushing your limits. So you use a lot of time to build up, and you turn right back around, and all you do is just start narrowing it down. You know, start putting your output out. You start doing more cardio. You start coming in show prep. So, so you said you were eating bad, right? Or not bad, but you were just eating a bunch of food that yeah. that you were seeing off YouTube because a lot of people get their information off YouTube now. Oh, well, for sure, and. It, how to like spread the the bs from the truth is because everyone has their thing um there's a i don't know if you know what's his name cali muscle mm -hmm. how he was like saying Dude, that. that's <laughs> where the ramen noodle yeah, thing I, came I, from i kind of uh -huh. yeah i saw he would he like he said he was in jail and he would eat like nothing but ramen noodles and then he made his own little like uh right like concoction did you, did you see a huge difference at actually eating foods that are 
you know, just like whole grains and like lean meats and stuff like that. Did you see a huge difference in oh, like how yeah. you work it out? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, you know, first and foremost, like just how your body feels, like you said, when it comes into training, when it comes to when you wake up in the day, you know, you don't want to wake up and instantly not feel good in the morning. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody wants that. Yeah. So, you know, you notice when you start to clean these things up, yeah, your taste buds might not be as stoked, right? I'm a huge <laughs> food guy. Dude, yeah. I can throw down some food and I love like fried. I love a lot of food. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when you're when you're eating like this, it's almost, I kind of like to uh, compare it to eating like a dog, right? You mm -hmm. don't uh, feed your dog scraps off the table because it messes with their belly, right? Yeah. So we eat the same things, may, maybe like eight to ten different things just in a variety every single day because then it just keeps your digestive track on, on track. It keeps everything in motion, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it keeps your energy levels the same. You know how you're going to feel. You know how things are going to taste. You know, everything, all the boxes are checked. Mm -hmm. So, you know, between when I ate like that then, I couldn't imagine eating like that mm -hmm. now. So what do you think now back then? Like you're just, oh, I can't believe it. I was yeah, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm glad it got me into it. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, I'm like, I would never give that advice to anybody. <laughs> See, but just like you're saying, that guy off of YouTube, you know, he talks about, oh, yeah, I was in jail and I ate all this food and this is what you need to eat to get big. But he doesn't talk about the 30 years of training he has under his belt yeah. and the 25 years of, or let's say the five out of six meals that are clean all day long. Mm -hmm. And he talks about, oh, you need to eat this one meal to get get jacked and blah, blah, blah. You yeah. know what I mean? So Yeah, that's why I'm like, I'm glad you came on because that way people can see that uh, they're just trying to sell like themselves, essentially. Like you have to figure out how you're going to stand out. So you have to be like wild, crazy, like come up with some like crazy right. uh, mm -hmm. meals and things like that. I mean, and... I know when Bradley Martin was coming up because he's been lifting for a long time, oh, yeah. but he was doing like those crazy, insane lifts. He would put girls on the, yeah. on the thing and like, mm -hmm. so you have to do things like that in order to stand out now. Now it's not so much like if you start one and actually give them like legit info, they're going to be like, yeah, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> right. you know, like, uh, so it's kind of hard. So do you eat clean as well? Like along, right along yeah. with him? Well, I, for the most part I do, but mm -hmm. I'm definitely not as strict. I'm not following a diet or anything, but I try to track my macros and that's what I mostly go off of. Mm -hmm. So I still eat like chicken and rice for lunches and I kind of keep most of the time my lunch and my dinner and my breakfast like pretty much the same all week long, but it's it's relatively clean for the most part. How is it for you? Like you say you're pretty strict, but sometimes like how do you just like you're like your family or friends, you got to eat. How do you say no? Like it's so easy to say yes. Like I, I like say what yes. I like yeah. what he says cuz um, we're like on this, like, I think like this health, um, season type of thing. We've been trying to talk about like health, uh, yeah, a lot I, more. I, I, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm not like you obviously, but I used to weigh 270 pounds. I used to be like way big, yeah. but I'm huge into like being healthy and things like that. Yeah. And he's been working out with me lately. And, uh, like when we do cardio, uh, I'm like, it's so easy to hit that stop button. It's so easy to hit that stop button. I was like, but it's, it's a lot harder to keep going. Right. And then, I'll, like, I remember the first time he wanted to, he wanted to, he's like, I can only do 20 minutes. I was like, no, you can, you can do a lot more. I was like, because uh, I read a lot of books. And one of the books says that we, we can do more than what uh, our body tells us. And what I mean by that is, like, when your brain is telling you, like, hey, you're done. You're like, done. You're, tired. you're tired. No, nah, you're not even, like, you still got 
half the tank left mm-hmm. and still uh, in there. Yeah. And that, like, same goes for him. Like, I'm like, dude, you can keep going. I was like, it's so easy to hit that stop button. I was like, there <laughs> are hundreds of people who hit that yeah. stop button just because they're feeling a little tired. Yeah. I was like, but mm-hmm. not very many people just like, all right, you know, I'm just going to keep pushing. And yeah. like all of a sudden, 10 minutes, I'm like, dude, we just got 10, min- 10 more minutes. And then he finishes the 10. He's like, dude, I feel, I'm tired, but I feel good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just like little victories like that. Kind of hit that yeah. mental block in well, your brain like, too. like, okay, you go mm-hmm. past that. So you're like, wow, I can do this. I, w- I want people to get to know, like, if they're looking to get into doing shows. Like, what does your typical day look like? Like, how many times do you work out? What are your meals? I mean, you don't have to say exactly what yeah. you're eating, but, like, about what your meals, like, when do you eat and things right. like that. So, um, you know, I start my morning pretty early, about 5, 5.30 in the morning. As of lately, I've been working long hours of work. So, um, I get up in the morning. I usually prep all my food the night before, so I have everything ready for me to go in the morning because I'm a horrible morning person, dude. <laughs> I don't like to get up, you know, and jump up with a smile on my face. I'm, like, scooting out to the kitchen, right? It's <laughs> like so I'm dragging it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So usually my breakfast is super basically halfway ready, and I can set it up real quick, mm. toss all my food in my bag, and I don't eat breakfast until I get to work. Um after that, I eat breakfast right when I get there. I eat about every two hours after that. So I eat my first meal. Like I said, I've been starting my days way earlier this summer just because of the hours. So I usually eat my first meal at about 7. My next meal comes in at about 9. Then I eat at noon. And then I eat at 3. And I eat at 5. And then from 5 o'clock, so I work all those hours. 5 o'clock is when I get off and my last meal. And then I turn around and I'm usually to the gym about 6.37. Kind of gives the time for that last meal to digest. So it's not just sitting in your stomach, right? You probably mm-hmm. worked out with a full stomach before. Sucks, yeah. yeah, you're like, that was not a good idea at all. <laughs> so it gives time for that to chill out. Um, you know, we have about an hour and a half training session at the moment is what they've been sitting around. And then uh, I turn around, get home. We're usually home at about 8.30 lately. It's a little bit later, later than we like. Yeah. yeah. eight thirty nine, And I turn around, you know, I'll be the guy next door grilling at 10 o'clock. Yeah. I'll have chicken <laughs> on the grill. So mm-hmm. I'll, you know, I, every day I have like uh chicken thawing in the, in the fridge, you know, ready a couple of days before. Mm-hmm. And then I just keep up with that. So I'm definitely in the motion, you know, I'm trying to keep up with it. And it's like, it's like secondhand nature. You know, I pull this stuff out of the freezer, put it in the fridge when I replace it. And I do that with my beef, my chicken, and then I cook all night, put up rice. I'll probably cook for about an hour and I'll have all my meals ready and toss them in the fridge ready for the next day. And and it's funny because when you talk about it, it sounds easy, right? Right. But it's not easy day hundred and something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the same thing over and over. So I'm guessing you, you in order to do this, you have to sacrifice a lot of other things like, uh, like the social life that other, some other people have, like, mm-hmm. uh, Oh, for sure. Like, cause you, it sounds to me like you have a certain routine and it's kind of like you have to do it every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in order to be the best, uh, in your, in your field, you know what I mean? Like bodybuilding wise. Right. So did you have to sacrifice a lot of like going out with a bunch of friends you know how some people right now they'll go out, have drinks and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, does First of all, do you do that, and does it suck? Um, no, so I've never really been, because this has taken my interest so much getting out of high school, I've never even really lived the partying mm-hmm. side of things. Even, like I said, I turned 21 two weeks before my first show, 
And so I didn't have a sip of alcohol for my 21st birthday until the day, the night of my show. <laughs> my mom was like, I got to buy you a drink because, right, you turned 21. And so he is drunk off one. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. No, it was so, so strong. Stuff. We were like I, diluting it with water. Yeah, I do not. Just, don't go drink alcohol on the night of your show. That is not a good idea. But, you know, I had probably a couple of sips of it and called it done. But it was a thought that counts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean. You know, there's been times that even she's been out with her friends or, you know, even with even some of their husbands are with them and she's went out with them. And I'm like, I got to go get a training session. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's not, you know, and it, it's easy for like, you know, I have been, I have missed family occasions or just been late, you know? Yeah. And, you know, everybody's thought process is always like, oh, the gym's there tomorrow. You can always go hit the gym. It's like, but if I keep telling myself that for, you know, X amount of weeks out of the whole year, how many days did I miss? Mm -hmm. Or if I keep telling myself this, you know, bodybuilding is a longevity game. Like you don't start putting on all this muscle in a year. You got to keep building, keep building. Like I'm not even anywhere near where I want to be. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you're talking about, you know, Oh, it's okay here and it's okay there. And it's okay here. You're talking about, you know, who knows if you build up, you know, 150 missed training days in five years, like that could be five pounds of muscle. Whoever, you know, mm-hmm. who knows? So for me, yeah, sometimes like I know you'd asked previously too, like going out, I, I can go out with my family or like with our friends and I'll sit there and I'll get myself like a Diet Coke. Yeah. I'll be like, I'm going to tear it up. I'm going to tear, <laughs> yeah. like, tear this Diet Coke up. It is hitting the spot. And <laughs> so I'll pull out a meal. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I've, I've even went into places with meals or you know, we're a little bit late because I'm like sitting out in the car just scarfing the rest of this down, right? Yeah. yeah. Or I'll have like three bites left. I'm like, I'm going to be starving after watching all these people eat. I'm going to leave this in the car. I'm going <laughs> to eat that on the way out, right? And so, you know, it's more of a mindset, like you said, with the whole cardio thing. Like, yeah. I love food, man. And so I'm watching, I'm watching someone else eat. I'm like, I want to say yes, right? Yeah. And it's always the waiters, the waitresses, dude. They look at the biggest guy at the table and they're like, <laughs> you're not getting anything to eat? And I'm like, no, I'm good. They're like, are you sure? And I'm like, no, really. You got a Diet Coke. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm like, no, we, we got to go. Just stop asking me because it's going to go some other way, you know? And so I think it's the same thing. Even someone who's good at what they do, I get that little bit of a mental block in my head. So when I leave a dinner and I didn't eat, I'm like, oh yeah, good job. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's what it is. I'm going to go home and eat my oatmeal. Yeah. And that sucks. Right. I wanted some fries, but this is going to be all right. You know, it's, it all pays off. It's all going to be worth it. Does, mm-hmm. does that, how do you take that? Do you feel I, bad sometimes or? Sometimes I do actually. <laughs> and especially when it gets closer out when he really like if it gets like stricter, yeah. I do feel a little guilty, but it's kind of good for me because I also feel like I'll be, I'm on more, like I'm on track. So if he's like eating really good, I don't, I don't try to eat out or like go out to eat. And so then I'm like, well, I'll just stay home and eat with you and I'll like make food, make dinner. So it, it's good for me because yeah, right. I'm like, okay, now I feel like I'm being better about my food, but I, I do, I will indulge and go out when like today we had potluck at work and course like i eat all the food like like i don't miss out on that usually so he touched on something earlier and i Mm -hmm. wanted to ask you uh like 
sometimes he said that you would go out just mm-hmm. yourself, you and your friends, and mm-hmm. they had their husbands or oh, boyfriends and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Does that ever, are you ever like, why don't he just come out when, like, how do you no, feel about it? Because I, I think I, I understand it because I know how much like work he puts into it. So it's like, for me, like some people could look at it and be like, wow, that's selfish of him. He's not going out and like mm-hmm. hanging out with you. But it's like, well, we hang out all day, all night. Like it's hard sometimes for our families to be like, oh, well, oh, he's at the gym. Like that's all they think of it as. And it's yeah. like, yeah, but to me and to him, it's more like it's like it's she knows his, what it means to it's me. his yeah. yeah, like it's his passion. So I've, I'm pretty good about it. Half the time she's there by my side. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We're like, oh, we're going to be 30 minutes late. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, you know, we're usually. just finishing up our mm-hmm. session. We're not going to rush. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll be there. You know what I mean? And, and that's cool that you've. I mean, essentially, you have to find somebody like yourself who's mm-hmm. going to support. I mean, if it was like, yeah, you, have vice, to be you know, vice versa, like uh, you have to be supportive because mm-hmm. uh, it, it's, it's a lot of work to mm-hmm. do bodybuilding or anything in general. Like, uh, uh, I like how you said that, you know, you have to do the same, like you prioritize bodybuilding. Like, so the gym is priority, your food, your sleep, your, you mm-hmm. know, just everything that oh, goes yeah. into it. And the same goes for anything, like whether you're starting a business, whatever it may be, like people see this, they'll see the end result. Like they'll see this and then they'll be like, oh, well, like I'm going to do one yeah. too. It's, it's easy or it's easy they to just, talk to people. Yeah. You know, uh, luckily we, we've had enough practice to the point where like, it's easy to do this, but it took time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It took, and then they don't see that sure. hours of editing of us, like talking about like, who are we going to get on? Like, and, and just all this it, it takes like a lot of work but people don't see that right and that's why I'm, I'm like glad you came on so people can see if they're like looking to get into bodybuilding yeah. or um it's a lifestyle or, just the lifestyle it like is, you yeah. completely have to change your lifestyle people don't people think it, it's funny they're like oh i want to uh look like this in like six months but then like w- what's the goal after you know yeah. I was, like, right i remember back when i was at my heaviest i was like this like weightlifting or like exercising is going to be part of my life no matter what like it's going to be included every day right. and and as soon as that changed in my head mm-hmm. it it just changed from there you know what i mean cuz before i mean we all fall off but like uh right. before you you started doing your shows mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure you were like you said you you worked out here and you stopped here and then, yeah. Um, yeah which is normal you know the but the thing is like getting back up and uh and continuing so what is your end goal doing these shows? Are you looking to get a pro card? Are you looking to, uh, or is this just more of a, we'll see where it takes me? Uh, no, for sure. So um, I would love to be a pro athlete within the next five years. So I think, uh, or I know that that's doable, right? Um, especially with the people I have in my corner. And, you know, this is my first year working with Jeremy, but if anybody knows Jeremy, He's one of the most pure, best guys you'll He's ever a beast meet. Too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yes. you know, if anybody knows work ethic, it's great to take advice from someone who's doing it themselves, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, I love that concept with him. Even I've talked to him about my goals and why I want to take it. You know, so I see him, you know, hopefully around for the long run. But yeah, I do. I I want to be a pro athlete eventually. Um, I'm going to keep working for that. You know, I can see the angle. Mm-hmm. Like I said, my body is anywhere near where I want it to be. I'm very thankful for where I am. I don't mean that sound, you know, cocky, but mm-hmm. my confidence level within myself is pretty high. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, as far as what my future holds. Um, so I do see a pro card in the future. It's going to be a little ways out, 
but it's going to be in the future for sure. And who knows what comes with that, right? Sponsors and whatnot. But. Yeah. Do you think that's uh, a few years? Because, I mean, you're you're pretty big now. Yeah. Uh, just because you know what the competition is out there? Because Jeremy, he almost, he was like oh, right so there. Close, he was he was right there. He was uh, showing me the video. Because uh, we did a little video before. And uh, it, it was, it's kind of like documentary stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I have it. It just, I was hoping at the end I was going to put, like, got his pro card. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But now I, I'm going to put, he's, you know, unfortunately, you know, he he, he even said his lat, his lat uh, pinched up on him. Yeah. And he, it cost yeah. him. Yeah, he had a very small issue happen, right? That he, right at the same end. thing, man. His text message he sent to me, he was pretty butthurt. But such a small thing over, you know, so much time taken to prep for that show. And it was like such a very, very small thing that happened to mess it all up you know and is that what keeps you going is that long-term goal because just doing it over and over every day it gets tiring you know what i mean oh, like for sure there, i'm pretty sure there's some days when you wake up and you're like should i really be doing this you know like is this really what i want to do but then then something happens and you're like yeah i'm supposed to be doing yeah. this but what what keeps you going like uh is it that goal the the pro card like yeah so i mean let alone the changes within yourself, right? When you see change within yourself, especially when it's in a positive light, there might be nothing that drives you more, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I've said for quite some time now, my favorite thing within bodybuilding or within even just anybody changing themselves with fitness lifestyle, whether, you know, it's losing weight, gaining muscle, whatever, the best thing I can say about it to myself is that I've done it myself, right? Nobody else can claim it. Like, don't get me wrong, Caitlin's in my background and she... She helps cook chicken and rice yeah. when she doesn't want to and all that kinds of crazy stuff. Do right? all but, the dishes for all the meals. Right. But, you know, just like you said, hit and stop on the treadmill. You know, I have those those little mind blocks all day long about, you know, oh, I'm kind of stuffed. Can I get this next meal down? Or I'm a meal behind. Can I stick these two together? You know, so I try to get over those mental blocks and hurdle those and, you know, take them as they come. Um, you know, I guess we try to do our, do our best within ourselves and, you know, be believing in yourself. But So what are some things that, cause there's a lot of people who are in relationships and they are in your guys' situation, you know, uh, it's either the, the girl is trying to get like doing shows and the guy is not, and then vice versa. What would you like say to other girls out there or partners like that you you're like, oh, all right, I'm going to do this for them. Like just being, being there, like cooking food and stuff like that. Like what are things that you try to do to help them out? I think just being their number one supporter, um, having their back, knowing what they're going through is a lot harder than what you're probably doing, you know, mm-hmm. or in different ways it's harder because you don't understand their things or what, you know, their food and their challenges, just really to be there for them um, and just be the best you can be as far as support and be their number one. I think, I don't know. How, how do I you, I would say that's probably for me. How do you, so we know, we understand kind of like how you talked about how you do everything mentally, but how do you mm-hmm. take everything when people tell you, like when you guys mentioned, like he's at the gym. Cause uh-huh. it has to be tolling. Like just like oh, you, yeah. it has to be tolling. You have to hear people, especially when you're in a relationship, like why is he here? Why are you guys doing mm-hmm. this? And they just don't, you know, yeah, yeah, they, don't they don't understand. understand. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I feel like most of the time I just like, I just dish it back or, you know, I'm like, oh, he's at the gym bettering himself. Like mm-hmm. I kind of, I'm like, what are, what are you doing? You know? 
I I don't really I don't really take it. I just kind of dish it back and and I think they kind of know like that's just that's that. Like being in this lifestyle, have you ever lost like friends and stuff like that? Who you're like, man, this dude, all he does is live. I want to go over here and do (laughs) this. You know, like Um, have you had that? I would say I haven't like lost friends, but my selfishness within the sport has you know driven myself away from the people close to me. And I would say that's on my side, 100%. But uh, I also think, you know, even within that and within and within food, you know, it's something I did to myself. So I don't find it to be a bad thing. I find it to be a privilege, right? Like mm-hmm. I find it to be a privilege that I eat six meals a day and that I do all this stuff. Yeah. I'm choosing to do it, right? I'm not, I'm not being forced to do it. Nobody's forcing me to do it. If I wanted to stop tomorrow, I could. Mm-hmm. So it's a privilege, you know, and, and what I've chosen to do and where I've gotten is is all great. And it's it's all been a privilege. I can afford a gym membership, all that stuff, you know. Now, my friends don't have the same interests, mm-hmm. so we slowly kind of depart away from that. You know what I mean? There's – tonight's our rest night. Like, that explains why we're mm-hmm. here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we didn't have train tonight. He's like, you want to do Thursday? I was like, dude. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> That's my rest day. That would be mm-hmm. great. So, you know, during the week, I mean – you know, I have friends that wanted to do stuff and whatnot. Even mm-hmm. she has friends that want to. And, you know, we have a routine. So it's kind of like, mm, is that worth yeah. ruining our routine for? You yeah. know what I mean? Which might sound selfish to other, you know, other people. But, yeah. you know, it does drive us away. But we know that the people close enough to us, our family, our really, really close friends, you know, everybody understands and everybody enjoys it. They know what we enjoy doing. You know, the family's always like, hey, how was your workout? I'm like, oh, it was good. You, know? <laughs> yeah. you want any food? Nope. <laughs> I do want and need is two different things. I do want the food, but yeah. I can't have it. <laughs> Dude, um, I was going to say, I totally lost my thought, but no, I just lost it. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I don't. I totally spaced it. I do have a good question, but I just spaced right now. Um, no, but that, th- yeah. th- that happens. You know what I mean? Like, uh when you choose to do something, cause I remember back then, like when, when I wanted to start doing what I wanted to do, of course I knew like a lot of people, but then all of a sudden, you know, you start focusing on like what you want to do and focusing on that goal. But then like people started like, Oh, well, he thinks he's too cool to do this. He thinks he's like mm-hmm. too cool to do this. That's where, like I was talking about, like you start right. putting yourself out there, like yeah. what you're doing. They're like, that's not going to work. You know, and that's not going to do. But then all of a sudden, like your hard work pays off, starts paying mm-hmm. or you see, start seeing results. You know what I mean? And, then they come with like, oh, like he's lucky or something like that. Or he thinks he's yeah. too good. He never mm-hmm. wants to hang out. Cause that's, that's my biggest thing is like, I prioritize this, my media company, like working out. Like I have my things. That's why some girls don't understand. That's why I'm single. You know, cause <laughs> like, you know they don't understand that drive. You yeah. know, like I'm focused. It takes a lot of time. Yeah, I'm focused on this. Like, and it, it's kind of hard when people... Like, there's this girl who doesn't do much, you know, and she was getting all upset at me because, you know, like, I'm focused on this. So, like, I have, like, very little time to, to like, go and socialize and, and yeah. do things like that. Of course, I have my days like that, but uh, I, I get where you're coming from. Like, you have to, like, lock in. And yours is a long, I mean, with anything, too, it's a long-term goal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, like, and it's cool that you think like that because not a lot of people think like that. They're... They're like, oh, I want, I want that now. That's why a lot of people quit. Right. Like when they're working out, or when people start YouTube channels, or oh, I, sure. I've seen people start YouTube channels like crazy. Uh, I've seen some people start podcasts, 
And the thing that separates me from them is like that drive because they, they think they put one episode out. They're going to get to where I had to work to get to. Right. You know, but it doesn't work like that. They think that they work out for like three, four months. They're going to get to where you're at, mm-hmm. you know, but it doesn't mm-hmm. work like that. It, it It's a lot of work that goes behind the scenes. And I'm that's why I'm grateful you came on that way. People can see like where you're coming from, like all the meals, the routine, the discipline that has to go into like, oh, yeah. you know, into yeah. this. And who's behind you too. That's yeah. why I was like, we need to get both of you on. <laughs> yeah. That, well, I mean, that, for sure, man. Like I said, it's very selfish within myself, but behind the scenes, like you said, you know, people are going to see pictures of me or they're going to see me in the gym. They're going to think it's, you know, it's me. I bet, you know, I bet he's, they might even think, you know, I put her to the wayside or yeah. something, you know? Yeah. She's in the background helping. I mean, you'll even see us training in the gym together. You know, people might even think uh, I'm like on the verge about to make her cry. Cause I'm like, come on, you got one more, you know what I mean? <laughs> like we train, we train hard together and I take a lot of passion in that. And, uh, you know, so people, you know, they get to see that small glimpse of 15 minutes of you every day and they take their own opinion off of that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's what I was, I, I remember what I was going to say. That's I why I write it down. Yeah, I, I had, I was about to spit it out, but I think, I think just between you two, if she gets it and you get it, I think that's like the most important thing. Cause like mm-hmm. we all have friends. We have like, unfortunately sometimes friends come and go, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, like if your partner, or like you said, you have your mentality and other people don't understand it. That's like the most important part. I think like family can't go away. So like if they right. understand family it, doesn't have a choice. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I've, I've learned that short life. Like yeah. sometimes you find people that have the same mentality and you just adapt to them. Like uh, kind of like Edgar, you have that same mentality, like go, go, go. So like you kind of clench onto somebody or mm-hmm. like you, you have your partner. So that's yeah, like, exactly. I think that's like the most important part at the end of the day. Like just no, have it someone. Yeah. It means, it, is. it means a lot. Yeah. I'm sure. You know, if she wasn't like that, or let's say if I wasn't like this, you know, like you said, vice versa, it would it would challenge our relationship in mm-hmm. one way or another. You know, if I was like this and she wasn't cool with it and she didn't, maybe she didn't like going to the gym or she didn't like being at the gym for that long or she didn't like me, you know, coming home late from work and then cooking my food. Yeah. I don't have time <laughs> to sit down and watch Netflix. You know what I mean? Yeah. So instead... You know, she takes that with a grain of salt and she grabs the chicken and she starts cooking it. She doesn't turn on a show. You know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah, we work together. You know, she sees the long goal for me. She sees the dreams I have of myself. And I can't even say of myself because I see both of us in that. Right. I see Mm. us in the end goal of where I want to be. She's going to be by my side. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And and, uh, I'm glad you brought up that whole being selfish part earlier just because you do, you do have to be a little bit selfish because at the end of the day, nobody else is going to look out for you more than you. Yeah, for sure. You know, so true. I was, I was at that point too, like where I was trying to make everybody happy and it was, I think it was more stressful trying to make everyone happy than you're like, dude, like this is way too hard. I'm not getting to where I want to be at just because I'm over here trying to like please everybody. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then. And I think that's why, like, I made that change. I was like, I need to focus on me, what I'm doing. Then people are like, oh, well, he's, like, changed. You know, he's different. But sometimes, you know, the people listening, sometimes you got to be a little selfish. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you have something you want to do, just, I tell that to everyone, just do it. Like, this all started from an idea, and it led to this, you know. And I didn't think we were going to start making money off of this, like, doing this. Right. You know, it's... Just because I had that idea and I was like, okay, let me put in the work. I know it's not going to come overnight. 
Yeah. Put in the work. Well, and I think the negative yeah. connotation to selfishness is horrible, right? Yeah. Selfishness yeah. is a negative connotation as oh, yeah. it is. But like you said, when you see someone or when someone of the same work ethic gets it, mm-hmm. you know, they get each other. But that third person on the outside, yeah. it doesn't get it. They see that. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, they didn't they didn't go to a birthday party or they didn't go out with their friends or something. But why does he drive that nice car? Yeah. You know, why does he have that thing that I want? Why does he have that body I want? Like, well, you know, he kind of missed this one thing to work on another. Yeah, while you were out doing all this other stuff Mm -hmm. and not focusing on this, he was focusing on it. Right, and there's no right or wrong way, right? If you want to go out with your friends, you go out with your friends. If you want that body, you want that body. Like, you're going to, you know, you choose your own lane. Mm -hmm. You're going to do what you want to do. And I had a question because a lot of people have this, uh, especially with the, the guys who do, like, bodybuilding shows. So a lot of people who are big and overweight that don't go to the gym think that other people make fun of them while they're at the gym. Have you ever went to the gym and, and said like, Oh, I can't look, look at that dude. He's so out of shape. Dude. No, no way. Like <laughs> that, you know, and I guess that could also come on me, right? If they see me like in a tank top or like maybe, you know, screaming on a set of, you know, leg press or something like that, they're going to think, Oh, that guy, that guy's just a douche. You know, that guy's probably he's mean. Yeah. yeah. He's meathead yeah. and he's rude, but you know, if we accidentally catch eye contact and you're, you know, I'm like, hey, man, what's up? Like, hey, how's your night? You know, <laughs> do you know how many people I know at Gold's? I don't even yeah. know their names. Yeah, we look, we say, oh, our friend from the gym. Well, what's yeah. their name? Actually, I don't think I know their name. We just see them every day and talk to them. And- yeah, but like I've never seen someone and bashed on them. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's like, you know, say some kid comes in that was my age at one time and mm-hmm. he goes, oh, that guy's jacked. I wonder what he's taking or I wonder what he's yeah. doing. You know, but he doesn't know five years ago, I we could have taken a picture together and looked like brothers. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I I don't know why people, you know, yeah. think, you know, and it is, it all comes within self-doubt. I think, you know, maybe an overweight person in the gym or something comes with self-confidence issues too. A lot of people within bodybuilding have self-confidence issues. I have tons of self-confidence issues. Like I'm more unhappy with myself than I ever am happy. And maybe that's just because I'm very hard on myself Mm -hmm. in my brain. And, you know, that's also maybe why I like to take things to 110%. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but that's that extra drive, right? I want to be better. I think once you get comfortable, that's where you mess up. You Mm -hmm. don't want to get comfortable. But, uh, you know, yeah, you see those people at the gym, you know, I accidentally get eye contact with you or something. It's like, hey, what's up, man? How's your night? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and people need to stop thinking that that uh, other people are there like bashing. Oh, look, look yeah. he's overweight yeah, no and, and things like yeah, that. No, sounds- like because I mean, you even said it that people some people were at that point at one time. Exactly. I was at that point at one time. That's why I'm always like I'm always there trying to help somebody like. He said he wanted to start working out, right? That's cool. Let's work it out. You know, and of course he misses his days and I punish him for missing days. (laughs) You know, uh, he didn't work out today, so he should be excited the next time we work out because... It's going to be rough. Oh, it's going to be rough for him. (laughs) Just because I want him to be like, not not like, I'm not trying to discourage him, but I'm trying to change his mindset to, to where it's like, if I don't work out today, Edgar's gonna like, whoop yeah. my ass the next day. You know, so yeah, like right. let's let's gonna not miss keep today. Me in line. Yeah, let's <laughs> not miss today. And it's mainly that. It's not. It's not like oh, like uh, I'm trying to discourage you and trying to make you quit. No, because I've I've been there. You've been there. You know, like the whole overweight thing. So yeah. So people listening, if you're overweight, people aren't gonna. Nobody's gonna judge you when you go to the gym. And if someone does, 
trust me, there's somebody who's gonna back you up there. You know, I, oh, if I sure. would ever see that, to like, oh, someone would be like, oh, look, he's so overweight. I'd be like, dude, like, you, you oh, need to chill yeah. out. He's in here putting in the work. Like everybody's got to start somewhere. Exactly. Like, like we all start somewhere. Them. Yep. For them to get through that door was probably very hard. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it you never know what they're like, going through. Like yeah. a couple of weeks to get in there. Uh. They had, because I remember he signed up and uh, I mean, he didn't necessarily say that was the issue, but some people have that. Uh, yeah, no. I, I know somebody right now, we know somebody right now that hasn't gone to the gym just because they have that in their head that mm-hmm. they're going to yeah. be made fun of. They're going to like, mm-hmm. someone's going to say something. I was like, no, I was like, everyone who's in there is trying to better themselves. Exactly. I was like, you may run into, I mean, I haven't, especially at golds. Like mm-hmm. everyone's so nice there. You never really have issues with anybody there. Um, that's going to say anything bad, right. you know, cause right. everyone's just trying to better themselves. Everyone knows like how much work is put into like changing your body or losing weight or things like that. So you guys listening, you have nothing to worry about. Get in there, better yourself. And if you see somebody like, uh, I've, I've seen people in there, I'm like, hey, you're kind of doing it wrong. You're going to hurt yourself. Like, just because you're going to hurt yourself, like, you don't have to listen to me. But yeah. uh, there's always people that are more likely to help you mm-hmm. than to bash on you. Oh, you know? for sure. And I think there's something to be said for a lot less people are looking at you than you think. Yeah. So. <laughs> you think oh, everybody's so looking at you, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's looking at you. Yeah. Especially yeah. the people that are actually working out. They don't. They don't care. Who you are. Your friggin yeah. yoke. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. 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 They're, they're yeah, like the most yeah. you might stare at, right? Is like if you see someone who's jacked or something, you might take like an extra look, yeah. right? But <laughs> yeah. like nobody's looking at you because of a negative reason. Like 99% of people that are there have their headphones in. They're battling their own demons in their head. Oh, yeah. They don't even care. Like, you know, I've had people walk right past me that I know, you know, and they're like, hey, what's up? I don't hear them. I have my headphones on. <laughs> And I wasn't even, you know, they might have been right next to my head, but I didn't even see them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm in my, I'm in my own space. You're kind of in your zone. I will zone. tell you right now, like everybody is like yeah. that at the gym. You don't have to think everybody's going to look at you right when you walk through the door. If you're going to do squats for your next time, not everybody's, or for your first time, not everybody's looking at you. You know, yeah. you don't know how to use a machine, dude. Hop in it. Read the instructions. Like, Learn. give it a shot, yeah. right? Not everybody's watching you. Yeah, it's funny you bring that up because I told them uh, so my younger brother he works out there too you guys probably seen him he drives that Subaru he's kind of jacked now uh, he's tall as hell too and uh, he w- when he first started working out with me he couldn't do a pull up he couldn't do a dip I made him do the assisted uh, what's it called the, the pull ups Yeah. and he didn't want to use it because he's like that's for girls I was like can oh, you do a pull up no. he's like I'm like can you do a pull up he's like no I was like alright then get up there like, <laughs> like what do you you're just yeah. magically gonna yeah. like learn how to do a pull, but it's people. People need to realize that, like you said, nobody's watching you. Like if you're on the assisted pull up, cool. They're gonna be like, okay, he's trying to learn how to do a pull up. I made him do the. <laughs> he assisted. was helping me with the assisted, but also I don't give a fuck like about yeah. a lot of things. Like I, I know like I don't really care. Right, I'm yeah. pretty sure someone started. So like, hopefully, like next time I don't need him to help me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Even you're on the assisted or, one. Yeah. So like, uh, I think that's like. Yeah, a, a really good to know for like a lot of people like nobody it really is. cares either like yeah, and i'm gonna clip this especially because uh, i want people to hear that like <laughs> especially like coming from you guys like dude they're not paying attention to you like no and the fit you know and the, the people who are you know some jack guy some real fit girl they don't look at someone <laughs> who is out of shape or totally different than them and go oh my goodness i can't believe that person's so out of shape 
yeah, what is like, she doing here? Or what is he doing at the here? Gym. Yeah, like, what are they yeah, doing at the like, gym? Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, we're all here for the same goal. And if you run into each other with your headphones on, you know, in and out of the locker room or something, you might even have a conversation, yeah. you know? We're all just people and we're all getting it. You yeah. know, we're all there for the same goal, whether someone wants to lift weights or someone wants to hit an hour of cardio. We're all there for our personal health. Yeah, yeah see, like, for example, I remember when I first talked to Jeremy, uh, he's like, dude, he's like, you're completely different than I thought. Because, like, when I go to the gym, kind of like you guys you put your headphones on like you're just like working out uh i may have a like a what, what do they call it like the resting bitch face it's my eyebrows that always make me look like a mad or something i don't know why people are always like why are you so mad dude, my, my girl's like he's really nice i'm like yeah i told you he's really nice like he's yeah like, everyone thinks i'm like this like mean angry. person but like when i'm at the gym i'm there to lift and same thing happens like somebody will show up and i'm like just not paying attention because I like to go to the gym just to zone out, like forget mm-hmm. about yeah. all like what's going on in your life and just sit there and just work you, out. And ha- you yeah. 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 And it's like you right against now. you. Yeah. Like a preschool you know? behind you, but it's okay. Oh, right. <laughs> I, yeah. I have a whole basketball team with me. Yeah. But I, at the end, cause I like helping people, like whether it be like this, cause eventually he'll get to the point where he's like, Oh, like, uh, or Jerry work out by yeah, herself or, or do something, yeah. you know what I mean? Like get him right. to a point. Like right now I was trying to motor. We're doing a 5k. Uh, over at tops it's uh, so a tops 5k that's gonna be tough for him because oh uh, maybe yeah. you can maybe you can join maybe and you can me. help her train for I'll 5k yeah because yeah, i like to challenge myself so originally my plan is to run half a marathon because i hate running i absolutely hate it but i love to challenge myself after well, i went skydiving not too long ago like after that i'm like all right what's next you know like right. and so now i'll do that yeah yeah it's yeah, definitely we trust me like it's one of the best feelings in the world uh it doesn't even feel like you're falling if that uh, if that's what's scaring you know it only feels like you're falling when you first um jump yeah when you first jump so like if you ever get a chance uh i mean i'll follow you on instagram here in a little bit but i posted a video like my journey through the the whole uh skydiving process because oh, they, yeah. the video they give you is it's a basic like commercial like they just <laughs> right. try to like push them out like crazy put some music on it you jump out cool yeah but me i narrated like how i felt through the whole oh, thing cool. like the feelings and stuff like that and people loved it and it actually it motivated some other people to go jump uh, to uh but you only feel that initial drop like when you're standing at the end because you're standing still and then when you first get pushed out you go from like zero to it's about a hundred miles per hour right away. That would be so fun. That you only get that, that feeling that you get when have you ever been on roller coasters? Yeah. 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 You get that like rush. That's it. But then other than that, it just feels like you're floating. It's the weirdest feeling in the world that you just like floating and you can see everything. Like you can see everything. And, And I tell that to people all the time. Like at the point, like everyone's scared going up. Everyone's scared before. Like people are like, Oh, like I'm scared like this, who knows what's going to happen. But the point when you're actually falling is the point where you're not scared. That's crazy. I think that would be so fun. (laughs) I was just telling him a friend of mine did that. And she was like, it was like the best thing ever. And she was like, it seriously, like, she's like, I don't want to say it was like spiritual for her, but like she said, it was just like, I don't know, like an eye opener in life that she didn't want to miss out on other opportunities because of like. How much fun she had. She yeah, was like, it, it was amazing. I can't even explain it. So I that's get where she's she, coming yeah, from. Like, so I, I really recommend cool. to anyone who even is considering doing it mm-hmm. just to do it because the, the feeling afterwards, because after that, I was like, all right, I've been wanting to do a half marathon. So let's do it. So I started training mm-hmm. the day, awesome. the next day I started training for, mm-hmm. that's uh, cool. you know, I ran my first, mo- I hate running. 
and I ran my first mile and I was dying. And now I like, now my running is a lot better. You know, I train, yeah. I do three days a week where I run just to, to help me with this 5k. Cause I'm going to do the 5k. And then after that, I'm going to do the half marathon. And I eventually want to do the Spartan races. And I think oh, yeah. you've done some, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah my, uh, I have a cousin who has cerebral palsy. So he's actually in a wheelchair. And so he, his parents do them. And so he wanted to do one, but they need someone to help, you know, pack mm-hmm. him through the mud and whatnot. And so I was like, I was probably still like two months out from my first show that at that time. Yeah. So I was still, you know, definitely not built for a Spartan <laughs> race. Right. Yeah. But it was still a lot of fun. I mean, I will say we even got to skip a couple of the obstacles. You did. Well, okay, I at least I tried them. Because <laughs> my cousin who can't do them, right? I'm helping him in a wheelchair. So if there was one thing he could do, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, come on, we'll go to the next one. <laughs> you know, I couldn't climb the rope for the life of me. Yeah, like so I, I was trying to grip it as best as I could. It's like and, muddy. Oh, it was hard. Oh, yeah, because yeah, you're supposed dude. to do like hard. a weird technique with your feet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and my just... uncle just like cruises up it, dude. Yeah, it's he's crazy. Like, he's got like 25 years of age on me, and he's just 20 feet up that rope man just cruising up and i was like i got this yeah i couldn't even get my feet off the ground <laughs> yeah see and uh different things challenge you differently that's why i wanted to do different things because uh the other day over at tops because we do the media over at tops knives and uh we did sprints uh, and on the stairmaster i can do 40 minutes of uh, uh like on the stairmaster like at a level eight easy no problem but sprint, that has nothing to do with sprints. Who you know, has like, no idea what that is. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stairmaster is moving. Dude, yeah, that is bumping. Bad. Yeah, see, and, like, I can do that fairly easy. And then I, I sprinted against somebody who hasn't worked out in a long time, but he's lighter than me. He's, like, he, and smaller. He, he's ran soccer. And he, he, he played a lot of soccer. He hasn't played lately. But I was like, dude, I... You're probably gonna beat me. And twenty, well, probably another what, ten years on you too. Yeah. And has a dad bod. Yeah. And he, he beat me. He beat me for like a couple yards, but I knew I was like, I, I was like, but if we go to the gym, like if we work out, I'll, you'll probably die. If, if we get on the stairmaster, you'll probably die because yeah. I'm so used to that. And uh, mm-hmm. but now I'm like, you, I, I start learning. It's funny because I, I recently started saying like the more I learn, the more I learn how much I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like now for I want to. Sure. Like after skydiving, I want to do this. I want to do that. Like I want to tap in, like do everything except mm-hmm. of show. Uh, I don't think I would be able to do a show. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> yeah, probably not. So, because I know how much work goes into that. That that's a whole. You have to have a hundred percent focus and discipline for well, a show. I mean, and that's the same thing. You know what I mean? People think big muscles. They think you're strong. Oh. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, you go. If I go stand next to somebody who might not even look like. He could be the same body weight, doesn't have near the uh, body composition as me, you know, but he can outlift me in everything we do today because mm-hmm. that's his goal, right, is weight lifting. Same thing. Someone might be like, oh, yeah, you can go do this Spartan race, you know what I mean? And I get freaking 400 yards into it and I'm just panting, you know, <laughs> yeah. falling on the ground. Yeah. So same thing, you know what I mean? You, it's you work towards these goals, you know, but, you know, you it's amazing to find out what you want to open, open yeah. your doors to when you do some crazy stuff and, you know, yeah. decide to push past your brain. Yeah. So, Hey, I'm grateful you guys came. This was an awesome episode. Uh, I love that, yep. you, you know, we got to see, you know, what you guys go through and to prepare for a show and, you know, like for those people looking to get into a show, like what goes on, like what you have to sacrifice, like all the discipline that goes into it. It's not something that happens overnight. Like you're thinking five years to have a pro card. Yeah. Some people get into this, like they get into fitness, they do their first show and like 
a year and a half, they want to be pros. Right. I mean, if you have crazy, insane genetics, that could probably happen. Yeah. Uh, but if not, it's not going to happen. You know, like right. a lot of work goes in. And something that you touched on earlier, too, you said uh, this guy beat you because he had way more mature muscles because he's older. It's been lifting longer. Like yeah. there's nothing you could have done, you know, right. but, but, but besides putting more work, yep. you know, so mm-hmm. again, I'm grateful you guys came. This was awesome. Definitely have yeah. to do it again. And oh. I agree. I appreciate yeah. it. After Thank you for his, having us. After his uh, next show. See how it went. Yeah. Yeah. After yeah. I'd love that. Yeah, that, that way we can get the, you know, what happened and things like the that. and <laughs> The whole spiel. Yeah. I think that would be cool. Yeah, and, and see what goes on over the next 12 weeks. <laughs> yes, and, and I'm sure it's going to get, I'm glad we we caught him right now because I'm sure <laughs> yeah, that was, the, the talkativeness and everything yeah, right. just goes down. Right. And then, like, say we got him, like, the day before. <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah. I, I, the I, day before, like a zombie. I was like, I, I think I know somebody who, like. And then I was like, I was going to message you. But then we saw him at the gym. Uh-huh. I was like, I don't know if I should go bother him or not. And I was like, screw it. I was just going to go for it. That's so funny. And yeah. If you would have caught him the day before, he would have. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to take it out of his head. And he's like, oh, okay, never mind. Walk right past it. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> thank you guys for coming. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Right. Good luck on your show. Yeah. Hope you, hope you, you know, you kill it. Yep. We're going for it. And thanks, John, for coming for another one. And for everyone listening, thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys on the next one. See you guys. Prendan los motores que no vamos Aquí todos los días son de verano De lunes a lunes nunca paramos Ya está saliendo el sol, ven y préndete Esto es fácil, no me llames si tú andas con